0: Pickaxe.
1: Hello everybody! Hello, everybody! Oh. Welcome
2: to Kirsty and Briony's Comfort Zone. I am Kirsty.
1: And I am Bryony. And do we gonna...
2: go? Uh-oh. I, I
1: stepped Uh-oh. on your little toesy-woesies. stepping on my
2: toesy-woesies on my... I'm s- sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> Mel, i oh. off your toesies. Oh, what if we do one word at a time?
1: Okay. Okay. And? <laughs> Wait, did we say... <laughs> Where... <laughs> we... Listen... To... Each... Other's... Dreams. And? <laughs> try to work out what the heck is going on. <laughs> perfect, Yay. We finally nailed the introduction. It's perfect. <laughs> we just have to replay that every episode now. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. So, for this episode... We might be a little bit more sleepy because we usually record this around about like lunchtime. Yeah, but or today breakfast time for us. Yeah, today it's the evening, and I've just eaten. Would be the evening. What was supposed to be a two person serving of risotto. <laughs> so I'm full as heck. I've had my dinner too, so I'm just like ready to go to
2: bed now. Good night.
1: Yeah, we should be. Uh, do you know what I keep saying? I, I keep meaning to record myself asleep and see if I talk. But maybe we could just do it now. I have tried that. To have a little nap.
2: And every yeah. time the app doesn't pick anything up. Oh. I think I just have a bad app, honestly. I'll have to try other ones. But the one that I have, when you try it, it records like tiny little shuffles. And then you try and listen to them back. And it's like, not enough data to play back the audio. And it's like, well... Clearly,
1: it wasn't a very important recording then. See, I've been thinking about just actually setting up a microphone in my room and like just recording audacity for eight hours. Oh my God. (laughs) 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 I do have a voice recorder and I think it would have enough space to record for that long, but I guess I'd have to leave it on charge. And also, I'd have to make sure I, I faced it when I slept, maybe? I don't know how, I don't yeah, know what it's raining. That might in. have
2: to be something you do.
1: Or I could dangle it above the bed. Maybe. <laughs> Is that, Just get a big ring
2: and put it right above you.
1: Just <laughs> blue tack it to the bed. Do you know what, though? So the dream that I, so I've brought two dreams today, mm-hmm. and they were actually from the same day. I, I woke up. At a very, I woke up because something happened in the dream that woke me up, and I wish I had have recorded. If there was any night that I could have chosen to record myself, it would have been this one because I want to hear the noise I made when I woke up. <laughs> oh my god! But that's just lost to the the sands of time. Lost to <laughs>
2: time.
1: See, I I don't know if I
2: talk in my sleep when I'm on my own. I kind of have a have the feeling that. I only talk if I'm sleeping in a room with someone. Oh. I, I feel like I'm more restless if I have to share a room with another person. So that's generally when I speak more in my sleep. But I mean, I can't prove that because... Nobody yeah. is there to witness
1: if, if I
2: talk in my sleep when I'm on my own. <laughs> I was going to
1: say, what so, if I came around and watched you sleep? But then I'd be there. So you would t- you'd have so to the, just me. The, the data tell me. would be ruined. Yeah, you got to just, just give uh, me a spare key. Do it in secret. <laughs> I'll just, one just night hide in the wardrobe <laughs> and let me know. <laughs> I I think I have woken myself up talking before when I've been on my own. But I know what you mean. I think if you're. I think if if maybe your head is still in like social mode, maybe you are more likely to. Because I think the times that I've woken myself up talking is because I've had a dream about like being on the phone. I think I used to do that all the time back when Alex and I were long distance and we would often call each other and then I would fall asleep on the phone. Yeah. So I think I would just have times when I thought that had happened and I'd wake up like Talking talking to my hand <laughs> and then be like, wait, oh no, he's not there. <laughs> oh no.
2: Oh, yeah, I'll have to try and find a better
1: app to see if I do
2: um, talk in my sleep when I'm on my own. But I, I don't know. But when I do talk in my sleep, it's just nonsense anyway. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Alex, like, he talks in his. Sleep every now and then, but it is like I can't remember that he did it the other night. It was basically like he'll ask. He's one of these like asleep when his head hits the pillow, one of those bloody people. Whereas I'm a stare at the ceiling for seven hours (laughs) and more type of person. And um, I don't resent him for it at all. No, not at all, man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm happy for him, (laughs) but. There'll be times when we're like settling to bed and then he'll be like, oh, so how was your day? And I'll start talking and then I'll be like, he's not said anything for like two minutes. He's asleep, isn't he? And then I'll say something to him and he'll just say something completely unrelated (laughs) and I'll be like, what? And then he'll wake up like, huh? Oh, Oh, what did you say? And I'm like, "Ah, never mind. (laughs) Oh, dear. But he'll just say something like, oh, we've got to get the spreadsheets or something. And I'm like, what <laughs> did you hear what I said? <laughs> That's the sort of stuff I say.
2: Like I've woken up before and I've yelled at a friend, like we need to get the bus. We need to get our suitcases. <laughs> and they're like, what? And I'm just like, shut up. we like, can get the bus.
1: <laughs> I think one of my favorite ones was I was staying around a friend's house and he fell asleep. And I, again, was just lying awake and he rolled over And you know when someone, like, sort of looks at you, but isn't actually looking at you because they're asleep. So I guess they're just, like, muscle memory facing you. Yeah. But he, like, looked towards me and he just said, Teddy says hello. Oh, my God. And it's just become, like, a silly little thing that we still say to each other these days. Like, randomly, we'll just be like, by the way, Teddy says hello. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrifying. (laughs) i um i think the scarier one was another friend who i stayed around with i well this friend he talks a lot in his sleep like we used to like have sleepovers all the time and he will just scream in his sleep and stuff like that but there was one time where he rolled over and he just I, i think i was just sat chatting to someone else but in his room whilst he slept i don't know why but he um he rolled over and he just went, I swear you can see my face and then just rolled back over and I was like, Okay <laughs> Oh my
2: god. Oh I used to have a friend who screamed in their sleep. I've I don't think I've ever done that. I think I'd terrify anyone who slept near me if I did. But I mainly just get aggressive. I just shout. <laughs> <laughs> I shout and I just
1: talk nonsense like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I until before the recording you're about to hear mm-hmm. I would have said I've never screamed in my sleep before as well oh. <laughs> but now I know I have oh no
2: <laughs> I have screamed waking up before though to be fair I have I have done oh that. but you've not done well, it. I, I don't not, know about it's not just, woken you up just in my sleep yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah it was honestly like i think we were around his house for no me and him were around someone else's house for new years and he sat up in bed and just screamed and then just lay back down as if nothing had happened oh my god just carried on sleeping and me and like everyone else who was still awake at this sleepover were just like what the heck <laughs> It was terrifying. Oh, my God. He had a lovely night's sleep. Yeah, I bet.
2: (laughs) Well, should we find out what got you
1: screaming in your sleep? Do you want to find out what is so scary that I woke up screaming? Yes. Should we clickbait this? Briony woke up screaming. You'll never guess why. Listen to find out.
2: (laughs) There you go. There's the clip for the week.
1: I can't remember if I told you what it was. What, the dream? Did I Yeah, did I tell you what made me wake up screaming, or can I get you to guess?
2: Oh, um I can try and guess. I don't know if you told me. If you did, I've forgotten because I have a terrible memory. Um but I can <laughs> guess. Okay, I'm gonna say
0: <gasps>
2: Wait, no, you did tell me! You
1: did t- I know what it is. I know what it is. <laughs> Okay, we have to leave it to the listeners at home and take a moment to to listen to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here we go. Three,
0: two, one, go. I had a dream that my friend had had her baby and she had come to visit Bristol. And she was also carrying around like a lizard tank with her. And I was like, is that okay to just be carrying around? And she was like, oh, I, can't, I can't leave them at home. Like, I have to take them around with me. And the only other part of the dream I remember was I was looking after the baby and I kept on being like, oh, you're a stinky baby, oh, your you stinky baby. And then my sister was sat in the armchair, like, lying uh, back in it. And I put the... I left the baby on the floor at one point and then I like stepped back and I looked and the baby was like imitating what my sister was doing. And then I went to, I had to like find people, I think I I had to like, I was meant to be doing like talking head interviews or something with people and I was up in my bedroom thinking like okay where can I find the next person and then all of a sudden I heard Silas's voice say hello right in my ear and I literally woke up in an instant screaming because <laughs> it made me jump so much. Oh I think the dream out after that. <laughs> no no I think it's the quickest I've ever woken up. But yeah that was the end of that. Oh. bye bye oh there we go it came back
1: oh my gosh <laughs> how many of you at home had silas as the reason <laughs> i did <laughs> honestly it was terrifying it was like you know when just something sounds so like i i genuinely just it was like he was there oh right next God. to my head i just heard this proper like hello and i was like <laughs> oh my god hey guys I just scream <laughs> oh my gosh hey guys like the, the scariest thing i could oh think of gosh. but the thing is like Zylus is such a, like i'd be so happy if he appeared next to me i don't know why it was so scary <laughs> <laughs> could it have been like, like
2: alex or someone saying hello to you or, or maybe spoke in his sleep or something because yeah. i
1: literally like i woke up Screaming and Alex was right there and he because this is like three in the morning or something, and he was just like, Are you okay? And I was just like, Zilas said hello. <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Didn't you say he said, like, well, Zilas isn't here? <laughs> yeah. Like,
2: Zylas, is Zilas in the room right now? <laughs> You're safe. It's oh. okay.
1: <laughs> oh my god. But also oh more baby dreams. Yeah, and it was the same friend. It was the friend who last week I went on holiday with. Well, there you go. You just keep dreaming about him. And she has had her baby now. Um, she hadn't when I had this dream, but she has since had the baby. And I think, like, the lizard tank just, so for, for people who don't know, I fostered a lizard for, well, a gecko for, like, two years. And then she went back to her like proper mum, well, her her human mum, they <laughs> didn't give her back to another gecko. Um, but then she had some health problems and she deteriorated, and she ended up sadly having to be put to sleep. And I think not only is like that person, like I said the other week, has become this like, you know perfect life, perfect mum, she's got the baby, she's got the the job, she's got the this. And I think now my brain's just like, I bet you'd look after a lizard better than you would as well. Oh, no. I'm just like, thanks, thanks, brain. <laughs> oh, brain,
0: stop.
1: <laughs> but to be fair, I did I did leave the baby on the floor, so <laughs> maybe it's got a point. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm looking after the baby, and I, put, I told it it was stinky, and I put it on the floor. You are stinky, <laughs> drop to
2: floor, oh my God god Perfect. damn it oh dear so I... is your brain telling you that you're bad but you're not I'm gonna come over there I'm gonna give you a piece of my mind brain
1: <laughs> just don't send Xylus, that's okay I'm gonna send Xylas <laughs> oh no he's on his way oh I'm on my way brainy I wonder if I <laughs> the dreams are colluding <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look up baby, but I think it might be under people. I don't know if... I must it, I don't know if section, baby must have its own section, Baby counts as people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Are babies
1: even people? Are babies um, real? Well, I looked up baby and there isn't a baby. That's weird. You would have thought that would be like... Literally, the B section starts with bachelor. Just skips baby. We must I've have, have another, looked up babies Is there another before. word... Infant, word for child, baby. infant. Oh, oh, infant. Oh my gosh, this risotto is honestly—it's—it's it's working its way through. <laughs> uh, there's no infant, child, it, incest. No, <laughs> <laughs> and infection. Uh. Any of those help you? <laughs> <laughs> child, child, child. Uh, chased, chiseled, choked. Is it just? Oh wait! Oh, child, children see people. I oh, it is under children. people. There Up you go. It's just not under baby. Oh, it is. Oh, baby, baby. To dream about a baby, which is our own. Nope. If the baby is someone else's in the dream, we need to be aware of that person's ability to be hurt, or they may be innocent of something. Wait, what? What? psychologically we are in touch with the innocent curious side of ourselves with the part which neither wants nor needs responsibility dreaming of a baby can indicate that on a spiritual level the dreamer has a need for a feeling of purity um but what does it mean if you put it on the floor (laughs) you don't need purity there's no section for putting a baby on the floor (laughs) that's so weird (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, I'm aware of the person whose baby it is ability to be hurt or that they may be innocent of something. What does that mean? I I don't know. I'd never suspected that she'd done a crime until now. Well, now the book's saying I'm -hmm. I'm suspicious. Very suspicious. I don't know if I understand that. I just assumed that the baby meant her baby. Yeah, cuz she's had a baby. Honestly, <laughs> it probably does, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to override the book and say that the baby
2: means baby. Yeah, I think baby. the baby is a baby in a literal sense in this case.
1: <laughs> it's a literal baby. It's a
2: literal baby. And it's right there on the floor. <laughs> on the floor. Well, stinky. I guess I mean
1: in my defense, you can't drop a baby if it's on the floor. <laughs> so people are always worried they're gonna drop babies just put it on the floor (laughs) that's parenting 101 there from me oh i just went to the d section and it says d from dagger to dwarf which actually just sounds like a really cool name for a book it does actually yeah I wonder what, the... what would it be about? Um oh my gosh. A from abandoned to axe. We could have like a whole series oh just my God. based on the on the on the Okay, okay, pick another letter. What about S? S uh-huh. is S from sack to syringe. Oh. <laughs> I feel like this is when the writers have started oh to dear. run out of ideas for this series. <laughs> You pick a letter <laughs> now. One more,
0: the Jay. finale.
1: Oh, this is a good one, Jay. From Jackal to Justice. Oh my god, <laughs> we could become like a um, like a a cop duo, like a detective duo, and this is all about the crimes that we solve.
2: Oh my god, yeah.
1: From so sack that has to, to be in, the first word will be like the crime, and then the second will be how we solved it, like the key piece of evidence that helped us to solve it.
2: That's a big spoiler, though, putting that in the title.
1: That's true. That is true. (laughs) (laughs) From stabbing to it was the mother that did it. (laughs) Weird, what? (laughs) Oh, my God i from ibis to ivy is that ibis is in the bird <gasps> a bin chicken the bin chicken the bin chi- do you know about bin chickens no they're like um it's basically like australia's uh answer to seagulls they're just like massive oh what is it an ibis yeah but they're called bin chickens i didn't know
2: they were bin chickens
1: <laughs> the only thing i get
2: <laughs> yeah. when i search ibis is the hotel Bin chicken. What
1: does it mean if you dream of a bin chicken? The grotesque
2: glory of the urban ibis.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The ibis, sometimes taken to be the stork, is the symbol of perseverance and of aspiration. And trash. I mean, if you aspire to be in the trash, then yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently they're really stinky, but I don't know if that's because they 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 spend their lives in trash.
2: They're in the bin all the time. Yeah, good old bin chickens. I love that they're called bin chickens. That's great. Also known as a dump chuck or a tip turkey.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! New favorite bird that I keep seeing around Queen Square, and. I, I sort of, I love it. It's got a foot missing, but it's like, right. it seems perfectly clean. So I don't know how it happened. I don't know if it was taken to the vet and then re-released or something. Huh. But I sort of, I love them.
2: Why do you love them? Is it just because you see them every day? Do you like say hello to each other?
1: And I think because very often when you see a seagull or a pigeon and you don't really like you never know if you're gonna see the same seagull again, so just the fact that it, this is like a recognizable seagull gives me a sense of comfort ah. because I know them. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just I, I think you I'm drunk make friends with them.
2: Maybe if you make friends well, with the seagulls. Then Sometimes. they'll bring you gifts, like a crow or a raven. Or a
1: magpie,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. But instead of, like, trinkets, it will bring you old chips and bits of sandwich.
1: Oh, my gosh. Perfect. I just... I wish I could make friends with a bird.
2: I would love to make friends with a bird. That would be so cool.
1: Yeah. You'd feel all magical. I had like a magpie that kept coming into our garden and I did try to make friends with it. Every time I saw it, I would go outside and leave it raisins. But I feel like just the fact that every time I saw it, I would open the door would make it think I was trying to scare it off. <laughs> and then it doesn't come back. Oh, Well, it does eat the raisins though. Well, that's good. It but just when I'm not looking. Some. It's just shy. I think... Maybe I need to spend time outside in summer when I'm always outside and then I'm not just, like, a big movement every time they come through. Yeah, just stay in
2: the garden all day.
1: Just live in the garden until the, the crow love me. <laughs> love me, bring me presents. <laughs> I really like the crows that you get in Scandinavia because they have little grey waistcoats and it's really cute. Oh, what? I'm learning they so much about like birds today. The, the ones I've seen in Norway, they wear like little... Oh my little God, gray they do! <gasps> the They're hooded so crow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, they are cute. I saw a pigeon the other day that I was worried was... I mean, it was limping and it was outside someone's house. And you know when you just don't... Pay attention to the fact that you're. I'm saying this is this this is something I expect people to be like. Yeah, yeah, I do know this. You know when you just stood out someone outside someone's house, staring at something on the ground, and then the person gets worried and opens the curtain and looks out at you, and it, I just I just waved at them. I was like, hey. And then God. I carried on staring at the pigeon because it didn't occur to me that it was a pigeon outside someone's house. I just thought, "Hey, this person's also worried about this pigeon. <gasps> oh we we've God. bonding. We're like bonding over this. Like, yeah, learn the pigeon, right? Yeah." And then they <laughs> just, just slowly close their curtains again. <laughs> God, that reminds me of a time when I
2: was in school. Um, a friend of mine got picked up by the police because he was walking down the street. I think he'd been swimming or something, and he was walking home. And he passed someone's car and he looked at his reflection in the car. And you know you always do that. Like you walk past a car, you check yourself out in the mirror just to make sure you look okay. Or in the window. Yeah. And he did this and somebody saw him and called the police. And they came and what? like took him into custody because they thought he was like trying to steal a car. <laughs> he was like, I was just looking at my reflection. He was like 16. Aww. <laughs> so you got off light. They could have uh, They could have called the police on you for staring at their pigeon.
1: <laughs> there was a time when me and one of my friends, we used to like to just go to the lakes at night. Not for any nefarious reasons. We used to just like to go and see what the ducks got up to at night. Aww. So we would go down and just like park in the car park. And there was one time that the police came down and they like were just doing their patrols. And they like knocked on the, the window and I rolled it down. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be in trouble. But I think just the fact that I rolled down the window and was just like, hiya! And they were like, oh, never mind, carry on. I was like, okay! (laughs) (laughs) But come to think of it, there was one time where we went down the lakes and we pulled into the car park and then another car flashed us and we were like... Why oh are they dear. flashing us? And then we realized, and we just turned around and went out. We oh thought it would be God. a really cool idea to like go to the supermarket, get ice cream, and then just go to the lakes and eat ice cream in the car park <laughs> and watch the ducks do their nighttime thing. But it turns out everyone else just wanted to go dogging, so that's a dampener on our evening. <laughs> I had to go home and eat my Ben and Jerry's or whatever it was. How inconsiderate. <laughs> I know.
2: maybe you know it just enhances the experience if you're just watching the ducks at the same time you know
1: yeah oh I do love the sound of ducks I thought you were going to say dogging I love the sound that's going to be my chapter of the book from ducks to dogging (laughs) I just there's something really calming about listening to the sound of ducks they're just really peaceful yeah I wonder what. Oh no, wait! It was dagger to dwarf, wasn't it for D? It was, yeah. It
2: wasn't ducks to dogging.
1: That's I the don't sequel. even know what the word for C is. Caduceus, Caduceus, Caduceus. The That's... Caduceus is the sign used by the doctors and medical. Oh, is it like the the snake with the in, the? Yeah, like the, is it the two in- intertwined snakes? Maybe. Up the the staff. Yeah. So the, um, it's a Greek mythology thing. I remember reading about that. Uh, to symbols. Well, there you go. The Caduceus is go. the staff carried
2: by Hermes in Greek mythology.
1: Yeah.
2: It's also a character in Critical Role.
1: <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> um, would you like to hear the second part of the dream because despite that like shocking wake up that I had I did actually Mm -hmm. just go back to sleep straight away so it wasn't that scary once you knew that Silas
2: wasn't in the room
1: yeah I had to make sure but yeah understandable I actually messaged Silas and told him which in hindsight probably wasn't a very nice message to receive to just be like Jumped about you, and it terrified me so much that I woke up <laughs> screaming. <laughs> and um, Aww. uh, poor Silas just said, "I have that effect on people." Oh, <laughs> it's like no, no, <laughs> but also yes. I mean, the previous time I jumped about Silas was that dream I had that he died. What's <laughs> wrong with me? Oh my god! <laughs> we need to get him on the podcast so he can have we some do. sort of redemption in my dream.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I think Silas is one of those people who doesn't really dream very much, isn't he? Is that what he said? Or he doesn't like talking about them, one of the two.
1: Well, but... he, he keeps on saying he's going to come on, but then he says he doesn't dream, so
2: oh, he better eat some cheese before bed or something.
1: Yeah.
2: Bloody Silas. Um,
1: oh, he, could, he keeps on saying, "Could I just make one up?" I'm no. like, "No." Well, not if you tell us, because then we know. You know what we
2: should do one day? We should get someone on with two dreams that they've had and a fake dream. Oh and we have to figure out which one's fake.
1: That would be difficult. It would be. Because yeah. dreams are so I wonder if we would be in June... Junior... because I was thinking when we had the writing dreams, I was like, what if someone just made one up? Yeah. But then would we know? No. I mean I don't think we know if we
2: didn't know the person. But if yeah. we knew them, like, like, if maybe we said to each other, two real dreams and a fake dream, I think we might be able to figure each other's out. Yeah. True. We'll have to do that one day.
1: I swear I had it. I remembered my dream halfway through today and I've forgotten what it was again. But someone, someone said something earlier that triggered my dream. And I remember thinking... I must tell Kirsty about this, but I've forgotten what it was now. This, this was a great anecdote that I brought <laughs> I remember the change, but then I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I okay,
0: watch my VOD <laughs> and be like, what was that dream I had? <laughs> I was, get get was so
1: happy that I, I'd remembered it because I was like, oh, we're going to be recording tonight. I can tell Kirsty." <laughs> but
2: I don't remember what it was. <laughs> oh. Well, oh, well, there is one that you will remember, and it's the one we're listening to right now.
1: <gasps> yes. So this is uh, Dream Part 2, Revenge of Silas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Three, two, one, go. Go.
0: so after I woke up I fell back to sleep again and I had a dream that I was following Sam and oh wow I was going to the toilet and Sam happened to be going the same way and then he went into the toilet and I was like oh and then but when I like opened the door it was all these cubicles that were just filled with loads of stuff and I went into one and it didn't even have a toilet in there but it was just full of like toys or something and then I was just stumbling around this place and I really needed a wee and I was like like where are the toilets like I don't understand where the toilets are like Sam must have found one so there must be toilets in here and then eventually I like stumbled out the back door and it was outside this school and there was this cake stand uh, well it was like the front of someone's house but it had a big sign saying like vegan cakes available so i was like "Ooh!" so i went over and it was all these like tray bake cakes for welsh valentine's day um but i looked at the the only vegan one and it was like <laughs> it was like rhubarb and mint or something and i was like mm, no i'm okay thank you so then i started walking home and i saw this
1: little dog that had clearly like just been to the groomers and um i like it was just running down the road so i like followed it and it went around the corner and there was like a group of six dogs that had all very clearly been to the groomers there was like an afghan hound with like super straight well trimmed hair and then there was all these like smaller dogs they're all neat looking and i was like oh my gosh they must have all just like run away together. So, um I eventually managed to pick up this like tiny little it was like smaller than a chihuahua, this like little black poodley dog. And it had this big tag with a number on it. So I called out the number and I was like saying to this woman, Is your dog meant to be at the groomers? And she was like, Yeah And I was like, Well they're not. They're just running around the street with loads of other dogs. Like, where should I take them back to? And she was just like chatting nonsense she was just telling me about random things and i was like i need that i was like trying to hold on to like six dogs like you need to tell me where to take these dogs back to um i don't even remember how that finished i think eventually i just like hung up the phone and i was just chilling with the dogs i don't remember if they ever got home or not or if i just took them (laughs) but yeah that was my dream the end bye bye there you go there you the go. recording changed halfway through that because I got up to go for a wee and then carried on <laughs> he just stopped mid-sentence like "Oh, time to be. <laughs> and then I was like I think I got away with this when I was recording it but listening back I'm like nope it's very obviously just a pause and then it starts again sounding completely different
0: <laughs> amazing but oh sleepy me
1: thought I was getting away with it <laughs> <laughs> well
2: what i got from that was welsh valentine's day welsh valentine's day cake and dogs oh yeah there was
1: yeah also rhubarb and mint rhubarb Blah. and mint that sounds
2: interesting
1: rhubarb was, is a weird um, one
2: isn't it like it's such an yeah. old school ingredient
1: i've Never really given rhubarb a chance because have I ever told you about my rhubarb story when I was little? <laughs> I
2: don't think so.
1: About so basically the way our our garden was like sort of an L shape ish, right? And the so like imagine an L facing a like away from the house. It curved round to the right hand side, and the mm-hmm. rhubarb was in that curved away bit from the right hand side, and. When I was little, I would play in the garden, and I knew that if I needed a wee, I realize everything at the moment I'm saying is to do with needing a wee. Yeah. I don't have a problem, uh. but I am. <laughs> um, so if I I knew that if I went inside, Mum would be like, "Okay, well, playtime. You know, stay inside now until dinner time." So I used to go around the corner and wee on the rhubarb. <laughs> no, if finally! I wanted to stay outside for longer. Yeah. So from then on, it just put me off of rhubarb. Because I was like, well, it's covered in weed. Covered in Don't eat that. Oh, my God, Brian. Do your parents know that you did that? They listen to the podcast. Then <laughs> yes, they will. <laughs> oh, my God. This will be the test to see if they do listen to it. <laughs> uh, oh, really? I mean, I assumed if we ever ate it, it was boiled or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> That's fine. It's fine. But I didn't eat it.
0: I yeah, I bet. it always
1: it always grew really well, though. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> be god. that bad for it. Um, but yeah, I think every the two have just become entwined in my head now. So if I think of rhubarb, I just think we.
2: Oh my god! I I thought you were gonna say like oh the 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 bit around the corner was scary when I was a kid and I didn't like going there and that's where the rhubarb was. So I think that rhubarb is scary or something like that. But no. No, you just weed all over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: my God. <sighs> <laughs> rhubarb. Rhubarb. Did you know, though, so? fun fact yeah. about the word rhubarb, mm-hmm. uh, if people are in the background of a shot on, like, a film or TV they will often just say rhubarb to look like they're talking because it has enough movement in it to look like you're having a conversation. So they sometimes call it rhubarbing because people will just be there going, oh. rhubarb, rhubarb. Ah, oh, rhubarb, rhubarb. Rhubarb,
2: rhubarb, rhubarb. There you rubarb. go. Rhubarb. I thought people did watermelon. Oh, no, that's how I love
1: you, isn't it? Watermelon. 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 What's the one that's like? Watermelon. Ah, oh, is it elef- Elephant. Elephant chew or something. Elephant chew. <laughs> elephant, elephant chew. <laughs> rhubarb is watermelon. Elephant juice. Elephant juice. Ele- elephant there, I juice. love you too or something.
2: Elephant, elephant juice. Elephant juice. Watermelon. Watermelon.
1: <laughs> this is the, <laughs> this is the, the podcast now. <laughs> well, I've looked up Hrubarb. cake. <laughs> yeah. And rhubarb. We're just filling the, you know, it's for the people in the foreground we're to have the conversation. Yeah, yeah. We're just rhubarb in the background. We're, we're rhubarb. <laughs> Um, when we dream of celebration cakes, I mean, I guess Welsh Valentine's is a what, celebration. What did they look like? Was it like a big cake, or was it? They were small, like tray bakes. ones, right? Yeah, like, yeah, like like tray bake, cut into like finger slices. Instead, is of... is there
2: a section for tray bakes?
1: Sadly, no. That would be oddly specific. Welsh Valentine's tray bake. <laughs> It means you're having a breakdown. How weird is that? Oh weird. <laughs> <laughs> it says, when we dream of celebration cakes, such as wedding or birthday or Welsh Valentine's, we are being shown that there is cause for celebration in our lives. This may be to do with the actual cause for celebration or to mark the passage of time. The birthdays. So, I mean, well, there are things to celebrate in my life. That's um, uh, and it's your birthday coming up, and it's my birthday coming up. Actually, this would have been when is this January twenty sixth. So this was ten days after Alex's birthday, but maybe I still had birthdays on the brain. You might have. Um, It's my birthday soon. It is very soon. We can. uh, I hope I get a
2: tray bake.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What rhubarb and mint? No, no Hold rhubarb, not <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that you can hear rhubarb? I've heard that before, actually, yeah. It, I have um, heard that. It grows so quickly that it, you can hear it creaking. Which That's again so would have made weird. more sense if I had have said that that was something I'm scared of. Weird, creaky rhubarb. Creaky rhubarb, yeah. But No, I asserted my dominance. I wasn't scared of it at all. <laughs> I showed that roof up. He (laughs) was boss. (laughs) Because when you when I thought you were gonna
2: say like the garden scared you, I was it reminded me of um my great Nan had like an area at the very back of her garden. So it was the garden, but then there was like a hedgerow with a gap in it. And you went through that. And it had like a clearing. And I don't know if it had like a little shed in it or something or if it was just a clearing. I can't really remember. But I remember like having a nightmare about it when I was a kid. I remember there being ghosts in that little clearing at the end. And yeah, yeah when, when I thought you were going to say like, oh, it was a scary part of the garden. But no, no. It well, was I just like, pee.
1: I wanted to stay in the garden. <laughs> you wanted to <laughs> stay there
2: and be everywhere.
1: I just, I always thought, you know, one day I was just going to go and live in the woods. Um, as a child I just assumed that that was going to happen it didn't I thought no. I was going to become a wood witch that
2: would have been perfect see. I still want to become a wood witch yeah I would like to live deliciously oh as a witch in the
1: woods Do you know I ate moral mushrooms for the first time uh, just before this stream and I was slightly worried that what if uh i didn't cook them right and it and, and well at least there'd be a recording at least i would be witness <laughs> you could bear witness to me
2: did you where did you get them crazy.
1: from? did you buy them uh or did you find well, them <laughs> we, we found them in a shop um oh good. we didn't realize how expensive they were because they were the only yeah, mushrooms were but- so expensive well oh, this is why they were the only mushroom without a price tag so we were like oh, oh the others are about this they're gonna be about the same and it was only when we got to the till and then it was that thing of like we've already put them down <laughs> so <laughs> we've got we got to just be it like, like now. <laughs> and it was oh, alex's no. birthday so i was like ah, I just i'd say it's one yes of your presents Buy that fancy mushroom but then we cooked the well i made that's what i put in the risotto but I feel like risotto is so flavoursome anyway, I, don't, I still don't really know what they taste like because I cooked it with like garlic and lemon and onion and all these other veg. So I don't really know what they taste like still.
2: Yeah. Have
1: you it's got just none a left? Blend. There are some left. Oh, so I guess go, you we can could. go and
2: taste it. Go and could you eat them one. raw if you're worried that you cooked them diff- wrong?
1: No, apparently it gives you bad tum-tum. Oh dear. I don't think they're like dead you, but I think it will just make you uncomfortable. Can you
2: eat morel's raw? Uh if they're undercooked or eaten raw with alcohol, you might become ill. Oh my god.
1: Oh yeah, I think they combine with alcohol in like a bad way. Oh
2: jeez.
1: Because of something. In the things. (laughs) That's science. (laughs) Something in the thing. Mm. Something in the things is bad. Um, (laughs) I've looked up
2: dog. Dog.
1: It says, Dreaming of a dog depends on whether it is one known to us, such as a childhood pet, when it then may represent happy memories. If unknown, it may signify the qualities of loyalty and unconditional love associated with dogs. Ah, um i mean i didn't know the dogs it was Have just you like thinking um, about dogs lately well, i'm always thinking about dogs Fair. i found out recently that mm-hmm. uh i mean i probably already knew this but you can adopt um retired guide dogs yeah and i was just yeah, like yeah, yeah. oh my gosh what a perfect baby that would be they've They've worked hard. They deserve a nice retirement. They're like perfectly trained. You just get like an old good boy. And that, I was like, that's just like the perfect. I mean, obviously it's sad that you only get them for a few years, but think of like how much they have earned those years that they yeah. get. They can finally put all their little feetsy paws up and relax. Aww. And I was like, I think maybe maybe this was around the time that I was thinking of adopting a kind dog. Of- <laughs> <Question mark? laughs> I feel like you've got a new thing to adopt every week
2: yeah
1: <laughs> Alex, how's it going
2: with Fujin Penut
1: Fujin Penut got unlisted No. From, so I think someone must have adopted them and I hope they have a good home um, but Alex said to me I was like oh do you want to get some chinchillas and he was like okay yep go on then we'll get some chinchillas and then I turned to him and I was like What about eight mice? And he was like, you've already changed your mind. (laughs) I was like, no, I just want all of the
2: babies. (laughs) Oh, my God. What about eight mice? Specifically eight.
1: Eight mice. (laughs) I would call them Frodo and Sam and (laughs) Pipi. I just, I honestly like Alex being here is what keeps me from becoming a mad animal lady, I think.
2: You're already a mad animal lady.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I think if I, if he ever went away, like, I was thinking this, because he went away to San Fran for like a week last year, and I was like, if he did that again, I might adopt something, things, many things, fill the house with babies (laughs) Uh. (laughs) it'd be a nice surprise when he gets home i just like i would like to be in life you know that sort of person who if ever someone was like oh i can't look after my guinea pig anymore and they're like oh take them round old lady petunia's house because she'll take in anything i would like to be like that I would like to be the person who people are just like, Oh, Lady Brian. Oh, Lady Brian, give her a hamster and a cockatoo. (laughs) I'll be like, okay. There's (laughs) a lady
2: who runs uh, a small animal rescue in West London. Uh, And I adopted a couple of rats from her. And honestly, I think she is that lady. Like I went into her house to pick up the rats and she had an entire room dedicated to all of these small animals that yeah. she would take in to foster. And it was just insane. She had cages absolutely everywhere. And she was like, oh yeah, I just spend all day cleaning all of them out and blah, blah, blah. Like it's like a full-time job. And I was like, oh my God, this lady is dedicated. And it was just like, it was like a charity that she just did in her own yeah. time. And I was just like, that is
1: craziness. There's a lady who uh, I met. It turns out we're actually from the same hometown, but we met each other in Bristol because she bonded... Uh, Genevieve and Jerry yeah. um, and then she bonded Jerry and Fion three years later but um, when you go like she's moved now but in her old house you'd like go to into different rooms and she'd be like oh this is uh this bunny who i'm just looking after for now and oh this is this bunny who's just staying here for a bit and oh i just fostered this bunny and it was like she just had bunnies in every room and then she had her own bunnies that were outside (laughs) in the garden in these like massive converted (laughs) sheds and stuff oh my god um and she also had this tiny little cockapoo called oh no oh was he a toy poodle he was he was like a tiny little thing called bailey and oh my gosh he was so lovely he was like uh the first time i ever met him <laughs> i was sat down on the floor because i was having some trouble trying to bond jerry and genevieve and um I, so i took them around and she was like let me just see them in the pen and see how they get on with each other because she's like a bunny whisperer she's amazing and um so i put them in the pen and I sat down on the floor cross-legged and Bailey literally just like slowly walked into the room and then just walked over to me and then just curled up in my lap and I was just like aww. hello aww, <laughs> and Bailey's Bailey. just like hello <laughs> don't mind me <laughs> <laughs> I was like okay <laughs> aww oh, that is so cute
2: god yeah. my, one of my old bosses um, when I worked for an animal charity had a toy poodle and he was the complete opposite he was oh, really no. yappy. She'd always let him walk around the site doing whatever he wanted. And he always wore a little high-vis vest. So he felt like a little snitch. Like you if you saw him, you're like, it's you, you're spying on me. And you knew the boss would be round the corner. It's oh my like, God. oh And his name was Noodle. He was Noodle the Poodle and it was Noodle just like, the Spy. <laughs> Noodle, my evil spy poodle is here watching us and trying to work. And then he would start arguments with the dogs. And it's like, no, go away, Noodle. Oh
1: my gosh. <laughs> I wanted to see if Noodle was in the dream book, but there's a whole section that's just, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, oh, to be aware of saying no in a dream may be an important part of our growth process. Well, there you go. Oh my no. goodness. No. No. I wonder if yes has a section. Oh, I bet the why section is very short. There's a whole section for recording your own dreams. Oh, I was hoping that this was a charity shop book. I was hoping maybe someone had uh, written in a... There is a section for yes. Oh. Occasionally in dreams, we may become aware that we have said yes. yes. This is an instinctive acceptance or acknowledgement of the validity of whatever has been happening. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. The Y section begins with Y. It says what the Y is said to represent the human form with outstretched arms. It is reaching towards spirituality. What the letter Y? Yeah. Oh, Just the person going Yay! Yay! <laughs> there you go.
2: I've never dreamt about the letter Y.
1: No, neither have I. How would you even dream about the letter Y? I don't know. It's like a statue of it, or it's like
2: um, the guy from Dark Souls praising the sun.
1: He's yeah. like, why? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Well,
2: Interesting. that can be the question for everyone this week. If you've managed to get this far, have you ever dreamt about a letter? The letter Y.
1: Have you ever peed on a vegetable? <laughs> have you ever peed on a vegetable?
2: That's our follow-up question. Have you ever peed on a... Ve- Please don't answer that. I don't
0: want to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh,
1: my God. Here we dear. The things we do in childhood, eh? The adventures yeah. we have. The adventures <laughs> we have...
2: <laughs> oh, I can't say I ever peed on a vegetable.
1: Oh, Wait, is rhubarb a vegetable? Just I don't know. It's a stick, isn't it? What is it? It's weird. It's just a, a creaky is a f- stick. Is rhubarb
2: a vegetable?
1: Yes. Oh.
2: It is a vegetable.
1: Quite sweet for it. Oh, well, is it sweet? Or I think it that it's people because cover it's covered it in sugar.
2: It's covered in sugar, yeah. Um. It's often cooked down <laughs> with a lot of sugar.
1: Yeah.
2: But it is a vegetable.
1: It's an there educational you go. podcast
2: today. Very educational this week. Wow. And a lot
1: of things about me that you wish you hadn't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Well, I think uh, we've managed to... Well, we haven't figured out what you were dreaming about at all, actually. But... No... The whole I remember is that you pee on vegetables. (laughs) (laughs) But that was in my waking life. That doesn't help us at all. Yeah, that was even in a dream. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Well, hopefully next week I will have some dreams for you. My dreams have been very scattered um, in the last couple of weeks. I don't really remember any of them. So I will try my best to to, to rein them in and, and have a good one ready for next time.
1: I think I had a dream about wrestlers recently, but I can't remember Oh, well, more surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because I do have one more recording, but I don't know if it's that one. Oh, um, I have to wait and see. Next week.
2: Next week on Comfort Zone.
1: <laughs> wait, do we have to pretend to do a clip from next week?
2: <laughs> oh, jeez, yeah.
1: And the uh, horse said to the farmer... That's about them carrots? Oh, <laughs> They're covered <common> in pee.
2: <laughs> so tune in next week for that. I <laughs> bet you can't wait.
1: Well, thank you, Kirsty, for thank putting you, up Brian. with me.
2: <laughs>
1: Anytime, Ooh. always. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Until next time, bye-bye for now. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye.